got to take your own power back. That's the whole point, okay? Zoom only has issue when we do not take our own power and stand in it, okay? So I've got the button back, okay? And I'm going to just do it the best I can. If you see people hanging around in the waiting room, please let me know and we'll just add them. Okay, so um, I just want to say it's such a privilege to be on this platform. QEC is mighty. If there's anyone that's new here and hasn't been a part of our team or witnessed it or come on board with any of our masterclasses, then... Kasha, you've got to mute, honey. I just want to say welcome. I think when, when, uh, when we were switching the... Okay, so whoever's got something going on, just mute for me, William. Okay, so we're, today we're going to talk about the fist in the cranium. <laughs> that just makes me laugh when I hear it. I don't know how you feel about it, okay? But it, it is a serious subject, okay? So I want to get this message across. And it was a powerful one. I was a very young, wounded mother, okay? And being a wounded mother, okay, helps us to try and control the world in the best possible way, you know? And so I projected myself into being a 24-hour super mum, doing everything I could for the kids, you know, really covering them um, with protection, with um, guidance, that may or may not have been um, invited, <clears throat> but a legalistic mum. And so when you're that controlling, okay, we're doing something that is not natural to the individual's soul, okay? And it means that they are being conditioned to follow my guidance instead of their guidance. Isn't that a biggie? As a parent, wow. Anyway, so one day I was minding my own business. I was actually in the loo on the throne, okay? And I had a visitor come to me and said, you were just to observe the children today. You were to do nothing more. You are not to insist. You are just to observe. So I go, ooh, not only did I have a great big, you know, energy with me and I'm going, wow, okay, that was clear. And I come out and my husband said to me, I'm not going to do a thing for the children today. <laughs> they can get themselves ready for school. And I go, wow, this is really happening because he just mimics what my visitor told me. Isn't that cool when stuff like that happens? So I made a cuppa and I hopped in my hammock and I watched my children through the process of school time, okay? And now these children had been going to school for, you know, four, five, six years. And every day, day after day, you know, by three children, grab your hats, get your stuff ready for school, you know, get what you need, make the lunches, have breakfast, make your beds, do all of this stuff, buy three children, get in the car. <laughs> <clears throat> kind of down to the, you know, everything. I mean, 
it's not me going to school, is it? It's you. It's your day that you've got to go and live. You know, I'm not going to school. However, this legalistic mum actually had everything going on by three. And if you can imagine, I was exhausted, okay? It takes a lot of hard work being a control freak, okay? I was that. And so I was spending so much time fretting and doing this stuff, trying to be a super mum, that I was exhausted. And you know what? The children tune you out. It's like a high-pitched voice going off all the time. I don't think I was exactly that bad, but I was so nice that I was just controlling everything, okay, wanting them to be safe, wanting them to be able to live, you know, abundant lives and thinking that I was actually training them to be independent. Well, guess what? I watched them that morning and they wandered around like mindless cattle, okay, didn't have a clue. I can honestly say I cried my eyes out. I cried after they finally got themselves. It's the hardest thing to watch, okay, a person who can't govern themselves, a person who can't think. Oh, my God, what had I done to them? You know, it was like absolutely traumatic to me to realise that I traumatised my children. <clears throat> So once they finally left the property, okay, my husband took them to work, okay, and my visitor was still with me and said to me, okay, you take your fist out of the crani their cranium, we will heal the land of their mind. Wow. Okay, when we take... When you take your fist out of their cranium, we will heal the land of their mind. And what did that look like? Well, it was a bit crazy for a little while because I had to take my fist out of each of their craniums, okay? I had to withdraw from making decisions for them. I had to stop guiding them and start allowing them to come from their own energy volition, their own internal self, their own soul self. And this is what is self-governance. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> I also had a fist in my cranium. God, I wish I could get a cartoonist or someone to do this. If you know someone, I need this picture, okay? I haven't managed to do it. I need a picture of the fist in the cranium or coming out of the cranium. Isn't this cool? So my children, who I had been doing over and over for, had no capacity to think for themselves. And I was the same. If you asked me as a child, and this was my most hated question, what are you going to do when you grow up? My mind would freeze. I had nothing. I could not think for myself. I did not know. And I was doing the same thing with my generation of children, okay? 
I was actually controlling their lives. And this is the two systems of governance. We either have this system and its rules, its regulations, its laws, its human laws, okay, that God and good versus bad, right versus wrong is here, okay, or my soul governance. We talk about the soul that keeps me upright on my feet, who actually is divine intelligence, who knows the script that I am meant to be living through the greater will if I'm connected with it and it is precious and not only that is like to allow the soul of my children okay to be able to self-govern isn't that the greatest gift that we can bring to a child okay and so for a while everything collapsed into strangeness <laughs> people had to take responsibility for their own stuff without me covering it. No hat, no play. <laughs> if you don't remember to take your hat, then the law of natural consequences is going to assist you in remembering. Isn't that cool? It's like we can give it up to community. We don't have to control everything. And But what we're doing is we're actually stopping the internal being of soul, of the individual soul from being flexible enough to self-govern, okay? It is such a precious thing to let each other go, okay? The fist in the cranium. So we actually had a messy household for a while, Okay, I'm not, I'm just trying to read that note and I don't even understand it, Mona. I'm not that tech. <clears throat> so I, I, my soul had to let go. And that day I cried and I cried and I cried because I had three, I'd spent all those years developing children who actually couldn't think for themselves. Okay, we picked the best education, we went Montessori. Everything was about, you know, demonstration, being able to do stuff, whatever. But to not be able to think means you cannot take charge and control of your own life because you're thinking somebody else's thoughts. You're thinking another creator's thoughts. Oh, my God. So they were actually thinking me as, as my stuff. What do you think, Mum? Okay, this is a debilitating state, okay, to grow up in. And I don't know about you, but I had a few of those myself. I had a big fist in my cranium. And so I want you to feel your cranium right now. <clears throat> How healthy is your self-governance? Hmm? Are you able to allow the greater you to guide you with your intuition, your divine masculine, divine feminine, divine inner child, the soul within you? that leads you and guides you, keeps you safe, whole, well, that blesses you with opulence, not struggle, okay? If you've got struggle going on, if you find it hard to make decisions, then you've probably got a fist in your cranium, okay? If you over-govern and you do things by the little will and by force, 
okay, in the little pointy you instead of with the greater you, the sovereign part of you, then you've probably got a fist in your cranium, okay, which is not known as a medical condition, <laughs> but it's definitely a spiritual condition, okay? We remove etheric worlds, okay? That's what I do every, every week, every day, I'm removing etheric worlds, okay? And they come in all different shapes and sizes. And that's why I've written the book, okay, um, to get rid of these things that hold us back. So if you've been brought up, and I want you to tune into your own fist in the cranium if you've got one, okay? You might have several people who's put a fist in your cranium. I grew up with religion. I've never had such a big fist in my cranium, okay? I was taught as a seven-year-old that I had to give my heart to Jesus or I was going to hell. Okay, that was a big fist in my cranium. I didn't trust anyone because they could deceive me. I was taught this message. Oh, my God, how can you think when you're that tiny, being taught such big messages? Okay, crazy stuff that we teach our children. That is a big fist in the cranium. Okay, I couldn't think, I couldn't move. When you're in inertia and you're not able to move, that's a fist in your cranium. Okay, and it's very interesting as you see it within yourself <clears throat> or within your children. Did you know that it happens with nation states? I was shown it many years later that um, um, Gorbachev, okay, and his country, when he actually freed the country to come into democracy, good, bad or horrid, um, it took people out of, uh, the fist was taken out of their cranium. And those that could thrive, thrived. So all of the young people got going with business, you know, developments and wonderful things. But the elderly who had lived with a fist in their cranium all of their lives, ended up experiencing great poverty because they were unable to transfer from one system to another. Isn't it interesting? They are unable to flourish. The land of their mind was unable to flourish and come back into soul governance. And soul governance is self-governance. Okay, so my trip here with my teaching is to help you to function okay, as an individual soul, as a sovereign soul. And so these th are some of the things that actually um, keep us back. All right. Who's in the waiting room? Oh, my God, we've got Mike in there. All right. So the fist in the cranium right now, if you've got a big fist in the cranium, let's just pour some diamond into you right now, okay? Mike, so sorry we had you sitting there, but welcome. So right now, I want you all to just fill up with diamond, okay? So I'm a diamond light worker. I work with the diamond energy, okay? For those that don't know, the diamond is the new uh, consciousness that we are rising into. It's called the crystalline energy. Rainbow dreaming has many, many different names for it. 
Okay, so I just want you to receive and just bring it into your head, bring it into your brain. It'll actually balance the chemistry in your brain. We've taught on the holy instant, the diamond energy connected with the diamond, sorry, the holy instant is potent, brings you into zero point quantum. What would you like right now? Okay, if you want to be free from a fist in your cranium, okay, if you would like the greater soul, your greater you to govern and take charge, allowing you to be flexible, allowing you to just get up because you thought to get up and go because you thought to go there. And so this is what is needed right now. Self-governance is soul governance, okay, that you think and so you do. You think and you activate it by doing. That is your divine feminine and the doing is your divine masculine. Your divine inner child is the living it. Isn't that beautiful? There's your triune being right there. <clears throat> Excuse me. You don't need me. You don't need anyone. You've got this mighty divine force within you, okay, that already knows why you're here. You reach up to your soul, okay, within you. The Christ within the magic workings, okay, of divinity, okay, you are a 3D, you're a multiverse being, okay, you didn't just come down here as a lump of clay, okay, no, the lump of clay mixed with a little bit of <laughs> multiverse, <clears throat> and that lump of clay, by the way, is incredibly intelligent, is just brilliant, so that body that you're walking around in is genius. Mm, amazing stuff. The soul that walks around in it is genius. Total respect. Isn't that cool? Who's feeling the diamonds? Can you feel that? Yay! Lana, I can see you, Julie. Good. Mike, hello, Mike. Filling up, filling up. Keep filling up. Saint Germain said to me many years, fill up. <laughs> it's like, fill up. Don't be a baby. <laughs> it's like, take more, more light, more light. Fill up your light body. Fill up. Don't be afraid. Come on. Open up. Okay, drop the guards down. Release your light body. Open your hearts because that's what this time is about is opening your heart. Okay, release the fists in your cranium. Okay, release resentment. Release control. Okay, look at the way you're dealing with your relationships and let it go. Life's too short. So just receive. Excuse me. 
One of the most precious things that I can give you is the diamond energy. Why is that? Because to take you to your soul is the greatest message, isn't it? Okay, to ignite your soul, to ignite your soul governance within you, to ignite the divine intelligence, to ignite your intuition. When your light body is open, okay, you are connected to source. So feeling the energy in your brain. Why do we do the brain first? Because the brain realigns the chemistry, okay? It settles the pineal and pituitary gland down, okay? There is balance that comes in, which then harmonizes the energy in your physical body, okay? Because your body is a chemical body. The diamond energy knows what is needed, and so it balances the chemistry in your brain, your nervous system, and ignites the diamond within your heart, it ignites the diamond in your light body, okay, that part of you, okay, that is already associated with source as the tree of life. Isn't that beautiful? It says nothing can separate you from the love of God, okay? Anything that teaches on duality is a false system. Good versus bad, right versus wrong is false. If you hear this coming out of anyone's mouth, okay, they have not yet got the concept of wholeness, the purity of the Christ within, the Christos, the I am presence, okay? And you will know the new language when you start to understand quantum law. And it's not new, by the way, it's old. <laughs> We're just returning into what it used to be, what we used to have, what it always was meant to be before the whole fall of man happened, okay? All right, so anyway, I know that I do a little bit of um, Christian refer referencing, so don't worry about it. Don't get hung up on it, okay? It's easy, really. So the fist in the cranium, okay, might be a short message today. <laughs> I can keep teaching around this. The fist in the cranium is to take the fist out of the cranium and remember that the land of the mind will heal. And that means that the dropping off of the um, control, okay, that somebody's had over you or that you have had over your children or whoever it is that you're trying to control, when you take your fist out of their cranium so they can actually self-govern, 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 soul govern that's the message we do not interfere we prefer to facilitate okay so instead of parenting become a facilitator isn't that a nice way of doing it so we facilitate a moment that comes to you okay so what would you like to be doing what do you feel to be doing i don't actually do the liking and stuff like that i try not to use language that revolves around you know right versus wrong but it's like, what do you feel? How do you feel? You know, use real words with your children, okay? How do you feel? Let them go, I feel good. I feel great, actually. You know, I feel that there is an open door for me to do this. And so I began to change my language with them, okay? And there was only one time that... Um, my son came to me and he would have been about 14. And he said to me, mum, I want to go live or share um, a term of school 
with a, a good friend of his and it was in another town. So he was, you know, he was rolling along pretty well. And he said to me, I want just want to go and spend a term of school over at this other town with his friend. And I go, oh, that's a big idea, you know. But instantly I had in my whole being, I was like, oh, no, we're not doing that. No, there's something wrong with that. And I could not shake this feeling, okay? So generally I said yes to everything. So it's like, yeah, sure. I'll tell you why you can say yes to everything, okay? This is really cool. You can say yes to everything to your children because if soul doesn't want it to happen, it's not going to happen. <laughs> okay, you can absolutely be sure of that. So there's nothing that you don't have to, you know, you can actually agree with everything without making a big doozy about it. All right. It's like, yes, yeah, sure. But you know that it's going to happen if it's meant to happen. Okay. If the greater is involved and it's meant to happen, then it will happen. Okay. Um, if it's not meant to happen, then it's not going to happen. It's no big deal. You know, we get caught up in all of these things like, oh. Anyway, get back to my son who said he wanted to go and live with his mate. And we think that that's not, you know, that is this important? It is because my vibrational light body is going off. It's going, oh, danger. You know, something's not right. And Joel was very angry at me. Okay, it was like the first time that we'd actually had kind of an altercation, which is not bad. Um, but I said to him, and I'm going, there's always wisdom. You can always seek wisdom on how to say something. And this idea came through and it was like, Joel, I, it's not you, it's actually me. It might be okay for you to do this, but I do not feel okay. And because I'm actually a creator, and I love you so much. I've got this horrible feeling that something could happen to you, okay? And I cannot give permission for this to happen while I feel like this. And I either have to change this vibration around so that you are okay to do this thing, but at the moment I cannot shift it, okay? And so because of that, I have to say, no, I love you too much. And I do not want you to experience something that is unnecessary for you to experience. Okay, so soul governance or self-governance will come through your intuition. Now, generally, you don't want to sit in fear, but I had this massive negativity thing going off in my system. Okay, and so you have to self-govern. Okay, and of course, govern your children if you can't shift that feeling. But generally, remember we say a conqueror needs a, con uh, a conqueror needs a battle to overcome. A victor has the gates open before them, and after a while, when you're living in the victor state of being in alignment, you know because you know because you know certain things. And if I'd let Joel go live that, okay, he could possibly have even you know, experience some really nasty stuff. So I'm the creator. Is this understood? I'm the creator of my world. They are creators of their worlds. And you've got to find the balance between allowing them to self-govern and become strong in their knowing. So from back then, I actually had to let them go 
And it was like, well, what do you think? What do you feel? What do you want? And they go, well, I'd like to go. And I go, no worries then. Because I'd always, I, I also would feel their safety because my light body is merged with their light body. Mothers do that, okay? We actually are merged with our children. Isn't that cool? So you actually know how they're feeling because you can read their field. I didn't know this, but yeah. I always used to say I had eyes in the back of my head because I knew everything. <laughs> tricky, tricky. All right, does anyone want to um, uh, turn the mics off and just ask me a question? Any questions? How old was Joel when you made that decision? Uh, in that particular case, he was um, about 14. The fist in the cranium side of it happened when they were about eight, between six and eight. Any questions? <clears throat> oh, I'm curious. <clears throat> When one comes to this recognition, I'm the creator of my own soul, my own self-governance. Yes. And I truly know that for me. Yes. And I know that another individual truly in my heart of hearts is the creator of their own soul and self-governance. That's good. And I'm using your example that was so beautiful. It was your son was ready to sojourn. And you said, the problem's with me. <laughs> I'm not ready to let you go. I am not at a place that I can allow you to follow your path because I'm too afraid to let go. <laughs> I'd like to see it as that. I, I probably mixed two stories up, really. But, but my, um, que my question compassion is, is right. Yeah. My question is this. Mm -hmm. Not right or wrong, good or bad. Yes. What is the gift when both individuals recognize that they have their unique souls, but they're not sure how yet to navigate together? Great. Not yeah, what I'm looking for is not an answer, but a process of coming home to the uniqueness as a bridge to build from. Yes. Well, mine was just to, in this, I, I totally agree with that. I, look, all of this is just amazing, isn't it? When you actually realize what we're doing to one another, or but doing to myself, I had to free myself up. I couldn't be doing all of this. So I had to learn what I was doing to other people and what we were keeping each other bound in. Like um, compassion, for example. People used to say, you know, what is compassion? Or tell me what they thought compassion was. Compassion is actually allowing the soul to live their life. Isn't that cool? It's like it's not, somebody went off and to a, um, a retreat and they were pouring compassion around the world and I'm going something about that doesn't feel right what is it and I'd ask what this is you know why doesn't it feel right and then um, I was actually shown through a big ex lived experience is that compassion was allowing my husband and his children to do what they needed to do 
in the time they needed to do it rather than my legalized version of why aren't you home at this time? Okay. Compassion is allowing the soul to self-govern. It's a massive thing because we are creators. So we're creating vibrational worlds all the time and holding each other back from living spontaneously a life that can just get up and go. And of course you have to, you know, there's certain safeties and things like that, but really nothing, no. Because you see, when you're able to rise and go live what soul gives to you, you are safe, absolutely safe. So the jolly side of it mightn't be the greatest example of that because in actual fact, yeah, it was kind of the opposite. And Joe, what have you got to share? Actually, uh, a question about the uh, whole fist in the cranium. Um, my son, his mother and I are separated, been separated quite a while now, but uh, the amount of control in one household compared to the other is just, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, like day and night. And when he's with me, I do my best to allow him to be himself but at the same time he is so terrified to do anything without being given direction and i'm trying to find ways to get him to work through that and know he can he can get a drink of water without having to ask he can yeah. go out and yeah. do without having to yeah. be told what to do for every aspect of his life and it's you know it's been pretty difficult trying to mm. so like really i've been focusing like self-confidence for the most part but hearing your your conversation today it's just like wow i gotta ask <laughs> no that is amazing isn't it amazing that we can control our children to the point that they can't even get water mm -hmm. oh my god that's like natural survival okay mm -hmm. when we actually stopping a child from doing that I'm sorry, that could have been me years ago thinking, oh, no, 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 we all have it at the same time. We have morning tea, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just ridiculous, this rigidity that we have um, with these things that the child cannot think and has to ask for the basics. So that I, okay, so when I do, when I've done, when I've become healed of these things, one, I let go once I understand a principle so I get shown a principle. So this is a quantum principle. Fist in the cranium is a quantum teaching. So my next action is to activate that by doing it, which means removing my fist from the cranium. And what you're doing, Joe, is exactly that. But where's my trust? Okay, my trust is in my soul, the greater me. And by that time, I was actually coming into uh, silver. Um, I was initiating into silver. Okay, so we've gone silver, gold, diamond, okay, in our initiation processes. And at silver, you're actually learning how to manipulate, okay, which it sounds like a negative word, it's actually a positive word, and you need how to use quantum law, how you're using the quantum field that, oh, my God, I can get the dog to bark because I asked it to bark. Okay, bark, it bark, Okay. I went through this period of, you know, getting the cereal packet put back in the pantry. As a mother, that was a really big thing. <laughs> okay. So when you're learning to manipulate and start playing with quantum, which means projecting what it is that you want, suddenly you're living in bonus land. And it was kind of back in 
those days that I was actually doing this, realizing that I was a creator. But then I had to balance the playing field, which means I had to realize that they were a creator. And if I was a creator trusting in my source to project from, then I had to actually allow their source to also project. You know, this is one thing that we find very difficult as spiritual um, peoples is that we think that, well, I've got it, but we don't realize that everybody else has got it. Okay. And so getting back to the healing of their, the land of their mind, Joe, is that just draw on their greater them. Okay. And start using words like feeling. Um, best not to ask them to think. Okay. Or you decide they find it really hard. So it's better to use the language of feeling. What do you feel? And that's what I was trying to get to before with the Jolie stories that the feelings are very important for governance. If it feels awful in your system, in your solar plexus, and I feel a bit sick about that, then the feeling is no. And you say so you're teaching the basics. You can do whatever you want. You can create whatever you want. But if it feels right here, like an open door, then you have full blessing. So my kids were self-governing at quite an early age. Thank goodness. <clears throat> I'd done enough damage to them, you know, and they still deal with that. And I have to ask them whether they need a counsellor, you know, and they go, no, we're where I came on. <laughs> but after that, okay, they had to do everything for themselves. So they go, oh, I want to go to play somewhere. It's good. No worries. Make a phone call. Aren't you going to phone, phone them for me? No. <laughs> okay, no. They're going to do everything themselves. No, no, no. You're fine. You feel to do it. Just give them a call. So you're just minimizing the, the effects of those actions so they can actually be bolder and so they get bolder and bolder to do these things. <clears throat> My son in Melbourne, he's hilarious, okay? This kid has been everywhere. I remember him going to a... Um, um, away after the weekend so I think he disappeared he told me he was going with friends I knew these friends okay we had a good community anyway he comes back and goes I've just been to a Greek wedding and it was like how old he was and I go how on earth did you get to go to a Greek wedding on the Gold Coast <clears throat> they've lived great lives because their soul has them moving in time and space okay and I can trust in the safety that they are in because I felt that, yes, yes, go, you're fine. Okay, if I feel no, I'm feeling it as well. No. And there might be reasons for that. It might be a soul contract. It might be an end of life thing. It could be all sorts of things. When a, when a person is in the wrong time and space, okay, that's when accidents happen. That's when lives are lost because they were never meant to be there. That's why this self-governance is so important, okay? To self-govern is to know your soul and where you're meant to be. And one day we'll do a, some teaching on time and space. It is so important that you are moving fluidly and allowing your family to do that also. It will save their lives. <clears throat> Putting controls in place that control people keeps them outside of time and space and not on their toilet roll hey tony awesome okay it's so important okay what's been said here in the chats 
Anybody else got a question? Yes, I do. Would you speak to what you said about knowing your own soul and trusting that and also recognizing the importance of trusting the other person's unique soul journey and how to be, even though they may be in different expressions and forms, how to open the heart large enough to live out one's true intention and honor the other's true intention, even though there will be frightening challenges in doing that. What impressed me so much was when you said, it's not just what you know is your own essential goodness. What I got, trust the essential goodness of the other as well. Mm. Um, oh, look, this is so big because it's a myriad of, you know, where you are in your journey as to what you can accept um, for the other person. And you have to realize that as a creator, we are wrapping, and this is part of what I teach on the law of acquisition, we are wrapping people. And somebody mentioned the word vomiting on someone yesterday, it might have been Matthew. It's funny because I use the same language in my teaching. It's like, we are actually projectors. We are creators projecting over one another and we project and wrap people in degrees of difficulty, sometimes to the point of anger, okay, and frustration. And what are we actually wrapping that person with as we're projecting onto the quantum field because we are a creator? <clears throat> Why are we adults cleansing our lives? Because we have been children that have been wrapped and projected on okay that's what we're we're un, unwrapping right now so the degrees that we're at okay is only really known to the individual with great apology from those who actually have imparted it but we've got to stop doing this to one another now uh, to try and answer your question the sooner the reason i'm teaching this is because we have to become aware of what we're doing and stop it Okay, I'm not into this. Uh, what is all this emotional therapy stuff that says I want you to download your purulent anger for you know one hour and just keep going until it's empty? Abraham Hicks says, Stop it, stop it. It's like you've got a living quantum field, you keep projecting, you're just bringing it into your next moment, your next moment, and your next moment. People don't understand quantum law, they don't understand how. Um, the um, primordial quantum field works. It's in your flower of life. Your flower of life is the 13 laws of um, built within your original DNA. Okay, I am pouring it directly into myself to manifest a reflected world. Okay, I'm it. So we are actually projecting all the time. So let's get real with this. We are a creator, we do project. And whatever we limit ourselves or another with, we are going to experience the result, the direct result of this. <clears throat> okay. Um, now, I'm not sure that I answer the question. <laughs> okay. So you have to, you are going to be wherever you are in the mix of being able to do that. Okay. But for God's sake, let the children go. 
sounds like Moses saying, let the people go. It's like when let the people go for God's sakes, you know, let them self-govern. You, if you can, the more you come into the consciousness, the more you know this, <clears throat> the more you release blessing, the more you see the demonstration of freedom when the children are having a great life or that person is actually, did you know that I can actually, as long as I hold you in wholeness, so if I don't judge, wrap you in judgments and opinions and things like that, and I practice allowance so that the greater comes through, it is understanding also that the soul immediately steps forth and the true creation immediately pours out into their path and your path and reconfigures the world, okay, that was before a false creation from here but is let go of and the allowance has the soul to step forth and reconfigures the true creation. And this is alchemy, okay? This is a beautiful thing. This is self-mastery. So when we stop taking from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, okay, good versus bad, right versus wrong, the penal system, and we come into my soul, sovereign self, oh, my God, the difference in your creations, you're creating plan A. Plan A is coming through from your soul script, okay? You cannot make a mistake. I don't get frightened of anything I do. It is now I thought it, divine feminine. I actioned it, divine masculine, and whoop, whoop, I'm living it, divine inner child. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Wow. When you come to trust your sovereign soul, mm, there is nothing that we can't do. And like I said, we're taking our world back, people. <laughs> okay? We're coming into the higher consciousness. We're coming into the new earth. Okay? So let's just practice. I've just got to keep an eye on time. Let's just practice moving. Or don't practice anything. You know what? Come into alignment. <clears throat> Run the energy. Receive it right now. Okay? When you come into alignment in the holy instant, you are soul source. You are now connected to the greater you. It's that simple. In a holy instant, be whole. Okay? The old religion said that you have to crawl up the ladder by first learning the value of kindness. <laughs> well, you can study kindness for 10 years if you want to. Okay, I'm a liberal and I'm smart lazy. <laughs> I'd go the alignment any day. <laughs> Guess what? When I'm aligned with my soul, do I need to learn about kindness or am I simply oozing it? I am that. I am. Okay, I don't have to learn integrity. Okay, when I'm in alignment... I am integrous, okay? I am trustworthy, I'm honourable, okay? I don't need a set of man-made rules or human rights to have me behaving in a certain way. I don't need a good behaviour programme. Isn't that cool? So just keep filling up. How are you feeling?
Okay, let's just unlock you all. Turn your mics on. Let's have a Diamond Fest party. Okay. Any questions? <clears throat> yeah, Kasha, go. So I have a question. Um, you know, I, I'm glad that, you know, I started learning those things uh, that you are explaining today. Uh, a little bit earlier, but you know, as you are teaching us this uh, and sharing your experience, you know, I just realized that, you know, I was freaking smart to start doing those things to my daughter, like to giving her freedom. I remember uh, she's 22. Uh, two years ago, she wanted desperately to move out because she started not liking her parents too much. Uh, <coughs> To, to, to the evolution and, and you know and then uh, years years before my friend who who owned the Montessori school she told told me Kasia at some point kids they have to start hating us because otherwise they would never move on move out uh, because they would always stick to our boobies and you know be on mama's milk forever and I was like wow you know that makes sense and she's like explaining hormones they do it so because in, in the in the bird's nest the, the mommy can push the birds to fly but it, it you know kids they don't have wings so we need the nature makes them fly on their own and you yeah. know as soon as I was recognizing that the hormonal unbalance or balance or purpose for my daughter I was you know of course it was hard on me for a number of years but then I also was recognizing the need of her own need to become independent and I was cherishing this because as a young person my mom was always trying to own me she wanted me to be her slave forever so I I was never allowed to try to taste to go to do this job or that job so whenever my daughter wanted to do something I was like okay my husband was fighting me oh no she should not work at McDonald's or any of those places and I'm like why not this is a beautiful lesson yeah. or what to do and how to go and maybe to to see other goals in your life and you know one day when she wanted to move out uh, my husband was fighting me to death that she cannot because she's too young and she cannot. And I was like, why not? She doesn't have kids. She doesn't have, you know, serious responsibilities. What's the best time to try it out? <laughs> when you're young. And that, and thank you for that because that shows the generational stuff that we do to each other. Isn't that true? Beautiful example of this in the cranium stuff. Okay, because... Are we, are we waiting till, you know, a child is mature enough to live? That's almost like what we're saying. Isn't that ridiculous? We're actually waiting till they're 18 and they can go and live. Strange things. No, no, no. They're a living soul right now in this moment, living. Woohoo. Okay. There's no waiting to come into maturity to live. We're actually a living being and a gloriously innocent soul that we impact with these strange concepts that the traditional way has taught us. It's been, they're called forerunners that have actually come out and breaking down those walls of tradition, you know, that have actually held the soul in very dualistic constructs of right versus wrong, good versus bad, and great fear. And when you're projecting great fear onto your child, Yes, you probably should keep them in your fold a little bit more because you're projecting hardship. You're projecting danger, okay? 
they will live what you believe okay mm -hmm. you're the creator so we need to be very careful about what we're projecting onto the child because if you believe it if you feel it it could happen and that's what would have happened with jolie at that time i had this great knowing and I'd like to talk one day on discernment because people have different ideas about discernment. I just discerned this and those people are horrible. Um, well, it's not that. It's actually more of a time and space thing. So it's not that, ooh, no, against that person. It's against, no, you're not meant to be there at this time and I can't harmonise the energies for that to be a correct position to be in. Does it make sense? There are, oh, we've got so many things back to front and upside down. I really recommend that you read my book because it unpacks these ideas, okay? And we have it in so many areas of our life. Um, and we can free everyone and everything. We can allow our children to flourish. We can facilitate people's lives in every moment by, you know, don't be a creator that's actually giving opinions. You know, it's like, well, what do you feel? What do you think about you are the creator of your life? Don't have people going to, you know, don't go to other creators to ask them what they think about what you're doing. Okay. You don't need another person to ask an opinion from when you've just thought the thought yourself. It's like go and live it. And you do the same with your children where you thought it, go and live it. Okay. Go become that. Be free. Be free. Okay. Who else had a comment? Ruth, I do. We're going through this with our daughters right now. My husband and I are moving out of our house and away on May 1st. And so our oldest daughter is moving out with her boyfriend. And she thought they were going to rent and they would have a place right away. But now her boyfriend wants to buy and she feels like she has no place to go. We're sort of abandoning her and she's going to be homeless. So my husband especially is feeling guilty about this because our timeline is faster than she expected. And he's feeling horrible that we haven't paved the way to be easy for her to transition into her own home. And, and I'm of the mindset, you know, she'll figure it out. This is a good lesson for her. She's an adult. She needs to be able to manage this herself. And she does have a place to go. It's just not gonna be comfortable for a little while. So we're in this struggle with her right now because she's looking at us like we're leaving her high and dry and, and we're feeling like we've got to go. Okay, well, you're all creators. First thing, come back to knowing all So right now I want you to picture your, your soul and his, your husband's soul. Okay, your daughter's soul right now, board of directors, woohoo, it's all connected. All right. And, and have that soul conversation, okay? These things are going on. Here's our circumstances right now. And you do your soul work, okay, above the little pointy. There's no point in you, the little pointy you, coming together and having a chat. You can. It's not bad, but I'd go and have a chat with souls because that's where all of the agreements happen, okay? And just say, look, we're seeking solution. And you can talk to your own board of directors about seeking a solution that, you feel is right and comfortable. Um, but also at the same time, you have to acknowledge that her soul is um, also alive and well. And I want you to remove from her right now the, that she has to learn a lesson, okay, that she has to learn to do this. 
Okay, that is a false concept. Okay, and it is a great curse on our children and each other. Oh, you've, you've got to learn. Okay, this processing is now finishing. We are not here to learn. We're not here to observe anymore. We are here to live. And so you would talk to your daughter in, in facilitating her. What do you feel? What do you actually feel? Okay, where's the strength in this decision or that decision? How are you feeling? And you're a creator. So, you know, the one that you're not feeling uh, particularly strongly about it, um, is it something that you're meant to be doing? Okay. Um, is the guy a really nice guy? Is it, you know, someone that she's meant to be spending time with? I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why things come up and you just have to drill down to the actual thing that she's creating. Is she in fear about this? Why are you feeling that fear? Can we let that go so we can clear this up? Okay, so there's kind of some reasons there behind that. So when you're facilitating um, anything, you've got to realise that her board of directors is going to create what it is that she is projecting. And so you kind of want to tap down into that. Does that make sense? But get rid of the learning, okay? Her board of directors can change everything in a holy instant. So she doesn't have to learn anything. It is actually about becoming clear about what she is actually wanting. So if she's never moved out from home, she's actually got an association and attachment to her parents, of course. Um, this has come up suddenly on her because she hasn't been paying so much attention to it because one doesn't when one's young. Okay, and then this um, hurdle, which could be like long-term security in actual fact that the boyfriend wants to buy a house first, okay, but that could be good, okay, or it could be not quite what she wants at this time. So really you're facilitating what she wants. You want to know what she actually wants and then the, the, her greater her will actually project into that and allow it to happen or she's meant to be in a completely different time and space doing something different. There's so many variables with creating, but you need to facilitate that. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So okay. There's, no right or, there's no right or wrong. There's only what each soul is creating right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Janet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you have your hand up, Janet. You had your hand oh, up. That was for him. He okay. always has his hand up, I think. All right. Okay, no worries. Kasia, what do you reckon? So I just, um, and then what I'm going to share right now, it's not that I'm ste stepping up as the authority. I, it's just, I want to share what I have learned with my daughter because my daughter has challenged me and my husband a big time. We have only one child, but the lesson was big. And I've, at this point where I am right now, when uh, Lana, when I have challenges with my daughter, I tr or she has challenges and she's trying to project those challenges on me, on my husband, I always try to push her away into the spot that it's not the lesson, it's not the challenge, she's not punished, 
it is just the egg life exercise and and i wish that i always try to lead her to see what you can learn from this it's not my fault it's happening to you it's just something that you are exercising so you can in the future you know how to act in such situation and how to better your your mind to approach those situations in in hell in in future and i tell you within uh, last year of doing so uh my my relationship with her is better she's not blaming me as much anymore for everything i'd say you've been spending time unpacking um life which does collapse into chaos you've actually been governing on behalf of her so i'd say you've been coming out of that old conditioned way of living and she you have to realize that she's been impacted from that <clears throat> so she's had a fist in her cranium and you've been releasing the fist from her cranium but you actually still feel that you should have your fist in her cranium <laughs> okay does that make sense because you actually she doesn't need to learn anything from you okay she just needs to live and when you begin and this goes back to richard's um statement before is is showing this she is a living being right now okay and for her to trust you're going to have to start referring to her inner trust you know how does it feel so you change your dialogue to how does it feel for you? She goes, it was great, mum. Good, go and do it. Make it happen. And if you worry about it, you better take your vibrational tentacles off her. Okay? Because every time you're projecting something, you know, we do this. I've, I've got to start off one of my chapters about my smother love. <laughs> Oh my God, we are a nightmare, us mums. Okay, we actually smother our children. Okay, it's crazy. And we do it as creators. You have to understand quantum law. You have to understand what you're projecting. Okay, and you've got to stop projecting. All right, so it's getting on a little bit, but I feel to go over because we actually did lose time at the start. <clears throat> Any other comments? Please come on and quickly have a comment. How do I take a photo of my screen like everyone does? I can't seem to work it out. Command, command, uh, shift three. What's command? Or control? You might, have, you might have to do control. I'm control, on that. Control, 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 shift three, three. Or you can use control shift four and then you can kind of uh, take a, a picture of the region of the screen that you desire to. You don't have to take the whole thing. Anyway, I have a comment about uh, biologic being biological. And I wish David was here to hear this conversation because I've been accused my whole life of being digital. Oh. So what, what, what exactly are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I find it fascinating because I'm completely on the opposite end of the scale when it comes to being a mother um, because I never wanted children. So when we had our son, Michael, it was very important to me that he would never be in a position as he goes out into the world 
um, to be, oh, he was an only child, he's so spoiled, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, we'll have none of that, <laughs> right? So I kind of went like the opposite way and that I was already preparing him to leave the house before he was five. <laughs> and every year, by the, time the six, by the time I think he was 11, I used to tell him every year since he started when he was five and he was going to school, I kept saying 13 more years to go. Then 12 oh, more years ago, and then uh, more years. <laughs> did he need counseling? <laughs> and so one year he turns to me, he goes, yeah, mom, I know. I only got four more years left. <laughs> and I, I said, I, I think and I, I said, this is, the, this is, but here's the, here's the thing for me, but <clears throat> I had to live with that later because when I saw all of you so close to your children, my son and I do not have a close relationship. He does respect me. We love each other, but it's not a mushy relationship. Um, so I, I do not, I've learned to not project on him or my feelings going, oh, why don't I have a really close relationship with my son? Oh yeah, that's right. I've been, I've been training him to be self-sufficient his whole life, right? Not, not to depend yeah. on anybody or anything except himself and knowing that he's his own full creator. So you kind of have to take the, the balancing act with the, you yes. know, with how you do it, right? So as long as he's happy and he's, you know, feeling good, then I've obviously done my job. Um, of allowing this soul to be able to be who he is and nobody gets him like he just is he just beats to his own drum he's very quiet like his dad um, but I'm learning so much so I just wanted to honor all of you because this is actually I just wish that David could have heard it because that would have been really good because I that's where I usually get titled was from him <laughs> but I just want to honor all of you for the way that you have been so loving and caring and as Ruth said, there is no right or wrong way in how we move for, for, forth in this journey. And that was kind of what I was doing with my golfing coaching is that people get really caught up in right and wrong all the time. And even after I laid the pathway in guidance to allow them to create, they would still turn around and go, did I do that right? I was like, yeah, I'm like, Wow, that yeah. was just like, have we ever manipulated and programmed ourselves to be out of creation, mm. right? Oh, Especially it's massive. It's oh massive. my goodness gracious. And mm. it just, for me, I just want to honor all of you for being vulnerable, for being open, for sharing. I am just learning so much about so many different things. And it's just been an incredible journey. So thank you so much, everybody, for sharing. I just, and so much appreciation. I really just wanted to say that. Thank you so much, Tony. Yeah, look, the counselling, did you know that most counselling is actually run by the organisations who promote right and wrong? So we've got people you can't even go for counselling to, to try and come out of this system because it's promoted. <laughs> uh -huh. Yep. Go, Yasmin. Okay, I... I... I've had a million kids, okay, and they had that freedom thing. And half of that million, right, are really happy and stuff, but they, they're still stuck. You, you can't get it right. Honestly, you can't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No matter how you try. So you just do your best, don't you? And, and yep. yeah. And then their yeah. souls free. Well, <clears throat> my thing is that, yeah, you have to, well, you don't just do your best. It's just live, you know. It's like let's just make it really easy and just live it and whatever comes up in the moment. But if we understand these quantum principles and, 
how things work and how we actually operate with quantum law, we can actually free all of us up. Imagine if we had all of these self-governing people on the planet that we weren't taking wounding into the next generation. You know, it'd be so clear. I'm, I actually was quite the parent like you, um, Tony, um, so maybe digital is the way to look at it because honestly, I, you know, and this is another thing with parents, like if you don't feel to have children, don't have them. It's not in your soul script. You know, some things are really clear. We should not feel guilty about not having children if we didn't want it, you know. Um, we're just doing something that is against our grain, you know. So even astrologically, you know, we have certain abilities and then lack of abilities, you know, I had an astrologer actually do my charts and she goes, do you know there's no family in your um, house, your familial house? And I go, oh, my God, is that why I don't need to see anyone from my family? They just show up when they feel like it. And I go, that's perfect for me. <laughs> it's sort of like I don't have to chase it. I'm not emotionally attached. I don't have those things going on. Oh, there's so many reasons why. We are who we are. We are amazing. We are amazing people. Okay. Very cool. <clears throat> okay. I have one oh more. Oh, my question. God. Who's got your son coming in? Is that your son, Joe? Is coming in on the classes. Wow. Best classroom yeah. in the world. Hey. My son was sitting in part of your uh, Zoom earlier. He just boogied back to his room to go read some more of his book. But uh, yeah, oh, I've been cool. trying to get in with uh, Matthew and Vanessa, get him doing some of this breath work so he can find Excellent. peace in a controlling situation he lives in elsewhere. I, I don't want him to be like me, you know, turning 33, 35 years old and starting to realize stuff. I hope to help him find the way much younger in life and, and you know, yes. I'm doing changing my life so as I grow and mature and become more within the spiritual realm I hope he sees that and knows this 3d life ain't shit let's go to this 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you I wish I had this a whole lot earlier you're being a great dad but don't concentrate on the negatives you have to concentrate on the life force within him and you okay nothing else um, because when you do that, you dissolve the false creations that is restricting him. If you fight against the false creations, you will create more false creations. I basically give him all the choices that I can give him that are okay to give him. And then I let him pick, choose and decide what he wants to do, where he wants to go. Uh, you know, try and let him feel in control of his life for uh, as much as I'm able to. You know, he's, he's 12 years old, so I can't just say, you know, go run the world or whatever. But at the same time here, here's three or four different things you can do. What do you want to go do? And, and I let him pick, choose, decide, and, and be they're still They're still coming from you as a creator, though, Joe. So you could actually change your dialogue a little bit more to what have you been thinking about? What would you love to do? What are you feeling? Okay, so that you're not giving him, this is something that um, the world teaches that I've got to give you choice, okay, freedom of speech is choice, I'll give you two choices and you can have that or the other. And their soul goes, oh, well, not really, I don't want any of that, thank you. And this is where children rebel, okay, because that's not how we're meant to be operating, we're supposed to be able to just think and do. Right. Awesome. Thank you, Ruth. 
Mm. So we can actually cut it short a lot faster. Okay, so whoever has to pop off, pop off. But thank you so much for um, dropping in um, my in my wee hours. Okay, one day you guys are going to say, "Yeah, I'll see you at two o'clock in the afternoon." I'm going, "Ooh, that'd be nice." <laughs> now nah, this is good. All right. Any other thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to make uh, one more comment, you know, um, again, mm -hmm. I will, uh, you know, explain my situation with my daughter. So in recent uh, days, she's she's having challenges in her life with the jobs and stuff. So sometimes when she feels like, you know, she really trusts parents, then she comes to us to complain and, you know, to kind of ask for the advice. So whenever she comes and she's like, oh, my gosh, this is happening and blah, blah. And I'm like, OK. And she's saying. I think I'm gonna do this and I'm like okay what are the other options and then you know she comes she kind of slows down and then she comes up maybe this and then and then she's looking at me and I'm saying okay from my perspective that could be an option and that could be an option and when I grew up my mother would always tell me what I have to do and yeah. I do opposite I don't say that I don't give her a freedom I'm just saying like study the situation, look for the situation from different dimension and trying to find the best what could be for you. Because it's not my life, it's your life. And the most important is that you learn what to do mm -hmm. next, how to so, move on mm -hmm. to the better position. So we can actually shortcut that. Okay. So what, or here's a, just a facilitation technique is what you do is, like you said, she comes to you for it to complain all you do is allow her to empty her fretting. Yeah. Okay, she goes blah, 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 until she's empty. When she's empty, soul comes in and doesn't need your opinion, by the way. Okay, so she's not actually asking for your opinion. She's her, she's wanting to offload a um, fear or confusion or concern or whatever. But... What happens is she gets to the end and then she goes, oh, I know. And she gets her own knowing on it. Now, if you can facilitate that, you'll have self-governance kicking in. You'll be able to say, that was a great idea. That was your idea. Whereas if you actually give her a, an option that's just 3D, <clears throat> a human law construct as an option, then it's going to come back and slap you. Promise. Oh, but you know, she's uh, she's uh, usually she makes her own decision. I'm. Uh, it's not that I'm. I, I'm. Uh, so when I'm giving her my advice, it's just I'm asking. I give. I'm giving her a question <coughs> to see another direction. So I thought that it was kind of okay to show. So her the problem, the problem is with um, opinions and thoughts, is that it's a vibrational world that doesn't always bring anything other than Plan B creations. So it depends on where she is. And I would suggest that she's probably not fully living soul sovereignty. So because we're all coming into it. So soul, soul sovereignty is allowing that blah, 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 blah of plan B to fall away, to empty. So you're emptying the mental and emotional bodies. So there's no charge in that anymore. And when a person comes into that, and empties of their concern, the soul steps out and they get a thought, I know, and you wait for that I know moment. 
So they go, oh, I know. So I didn't actually do that. I've just allowed them to empty, waiting for their board of directors to come in with the true solution. And that will be a better creation than what we can offer them as another creator who is creating my world, not theirs. Okay, I've got no right to vibrationally create theirs. I've got no idea what they want, okay, truly in their heart of hearts, because we don't facilitate that deep. We seriously don't get to the point ever of what their soul wants. So unless you can become really good at that, I would suggest taking your hands off it and you actually watch it. It's a really cool process. People will even say to you, you know what, when I was talking to you, I didn't actually get it. Then I went away and I lived this experience for themselves and got their own knowing. And then they know what they want. So just because we say we want something on the spot doesn't mean to say it comes naturally or organically from soul that way. So you can actually ease yourself of a lot of stress if you just let her go blah, 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 and then empty, and then you watch. It will kick in. It may not be this visit, but she will actually get her own solutions. And you don't say that to her. You go, well, how do you feel? What do you really want? What do you really want? Yeah, I think I think maybe maybe I uh, I I feel like I was doing what you are saying without saying those specific words. I was just trying to. Um, I was not stepping into her mind to make a decision for her. I was just I was trying always to help her to see, make sure she see every every possible angle of the situations, situation and and then and when she makes it, her own decision to decide you know, by herself. I'm not here to make a decision for her. Yeah, but you've got to remember that what you're projecting is possible scenarios. You're actually creating possible timelines. So it'd be better off not doing that. We what do you mean by that. saying timelines? But what do you mean by saying timelines? Well, they're projections of pathways that your child could take. So we're better off allowing the soul to create the pathway rather than we can actually put our children into the wrong time and space, which has consequences and doesn't work out. So better that she comes up with it, particularly if she's 18, um, let it come into soul governance, okay, and that she can actually do this. Okay, I'm going to just sign off so people can, I thank you for hanging around you, the faces in the background there, Malek, Christy, Anne, Mona. Um, but I appreciate you hanging around. We might just turn off the recording and I'll catch you next week for something else that's quite delicious off the quantum. Okay, to share. So I'm just going to stop that.